captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Not really yelling. I'm like podcast voice yelling. But hey, fam! Welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for season four. <laughs> Episode four. You always start Swoot. the show when I'm like, y- like yelling at a family member, but not yelling, like lovingly. My name. Lo- I- what I really am. It was lovingly. It was loving. I don't. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher, and that voice you hear yelling, but in mm-hmm. a loving way, is my mm-hmm. brave, masculine, healthy cowboy friend Akiva. Mm-hmm. Akiva, That's how me. are you? The seven. How many S's could you think of to describe me? Um. Yeah, do you have I any? I can't think of one. You know, the, don't they come up with like seven S's in this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. Are you talking to me or Mary? It's all very No, you. Are you, you in a crowded room? Like, what, what I am. Is? I'll tell you why. Because where I normally record, baby, like, fell asleep next to me. I'm not going to move him. So. <laughs> That's cute. No, no, happy, uh, well, I don't want to confirm the age of your child. You but can confirm the age. Happy birthday, maybe, to your child. Yeah. Well, I think it would be, yeah. Rough, rough approximation. Ella said, you told you, yeah, I th- I've mentioned having a baby. They thought it was weird that I didn't mention having a kid. For it a was time. weird. It absolutely was weird. Yeah, now I got three women, three Jewish women yelling <laughs> at me in two different countries. That was weird. <laughs> Listen, I don't, not everyone needs to be up all up in my business. I got to like to keep some things. Not really. I mostly just say stuff. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of mystery with me, I don't think. Uh, I'm trying to think of some S's to describe you, Keeve. Are you smart? Oh, You're that's nice. Sturdy. I mean, what does that mean? I don't tip over. <laughs> well, no. I think you probably would tip over, so yeah, maybe probably. not sturdy. Um, are you no, stocky? I don't really know what stocky means. I just know it's, George Costanza. It's uses not so it. nice, but yes. <laughs> it's, I, so I, I, it's probably meaner than you thought. Okay, I didn't. Stocky? I don't even know what it means. I'm not saying it. I don't know what it means. Um. You're shooed. Yeah. Often. S- soccer fan. <laughs> Oh, now. okay. Soccer All right. Um, so you're not sarcastic. You're, you're not be- Your best running bit is that you call my team because we picked soccer teams, and I have, I'm have i famously a lifelong Aston Villa fan since three weeks ago. Alta Vista. Uh, you, you call them Alta Vista. I said that to my, my brother, and I went to a Knicks game yesterday. and uh, Oh, that's who took you. Okay. No, no, I took him. You took Sexist. him. I mean, that's what I meant. There's Fuck another yeah, S. Sexist. That's a, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, not. It's not true, but it, that is an S. It does start with. I, t- I got tickets through work. I took. I took. I know. I I knew that, and I me- and that's what I meant. I just meant like that's who your number your number two was. I was, you know. That's who I, I was. Saw with. you posted. Did they win? No, they didn't win, right? They, it was a crushing. They won by like thirty. They were up by like 30, 20, 30 points the entire game. When I was a kid, we used to go, and if they let gave up under, I think it was like eighty five points because the scoring used to be much lower. Everyone got free like. Taco Bell or so, or some restaurant. I don't. It, w- it wasn't for me because it wasn't kosher. But so people cared more about that than the actual game. Like if they could hold the Denver Nuggets under eighty five. I thought of you because there was a nice kosher section, food section, hot dogs, same price as the other hot dogs, and Not I thought bad. that was nice. No, no kosher tax. I thought there's uh, isn't there a Carlos and Gabby's there? I think there's uh, the garden. It was has called a like a Jerry Epstein. Like <laughs> it was like a, it was like a Jewish man's name with a J. Okay. Well, um, yeah, they have a lot of kosher food at the – you go to a uh, New York Rangers game. This is really inside uh, Jewish baseball. 
see a lot of yarmulkes for whatever reason. I could get into it, but the Rangers are very popular with the Orthodox Jews. Um, we, you told me this when I went to uh, a Rangers game. You liked and talking you about see a how. Lot of, did you see a lot of yarmulkes? I mean, the same amount of yarmulkes I see at the Mets games. It's not Mets like have, well, the crazy. Mets have a lot of yarmulkes. The Mets have the Mets have prayer services at like every level. During uh, the Abigail's game. kosher is it possible? I was confusing Abigail's kosher with a Jewish man. It's possible. Abigail's is like a was like a long running kosher restaurant in the city. Although I don't think it exists anymore. But maybe no, no, it's a, MSG, Well, so neither does Carnegie, but they have a little hut. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the actual restaurant, which was there for decades, I don't think exists. But I am on yeahthatskosher.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About <laughs> you know, I went to uh, high school with that with the guy who does it. Okay, so in 2018, Abigail's took over the kosher stand. mm Hmm. And uh, so I don't know what Jewish man I was thinking about, but I Jerry often have. Epstein. <laughs> I don't know. You just like, you did an anti-Semitism after I did one last week. Oh my God, that was a funny. That was a classic. Mm-hmm. Instant classic. We didn't release a best of of 2022, but that could have made it. Uh, I'm thinking of. I shouldn't say this because there's no way I'm gonna do it, but I have considered like. The last episode of NGOG is like a clip show, but I would have to go through and manually clip all of the shows. If someone, what fun. if someone like was going to go back anyway? Could they like, uh, you know, send us notes or something? Because that's what, because uh, well, sometimes for other podcasts, like w- we'll be asked or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I- I'll look at episode titles and I'll have no idea what they are from three weeks ago. Okay, no here's idea. the thing. Okay, mm-hmm. if, um, if people, are, okay, so people listening right now, to season four episode 14 yes as we move forward listening if you want to take a note and shoot me a dm on twitter at lash tweets of a timestamp in an episode that would be very helpful no need to go back i'll go back prior if we're going to do it or it'll just be a back half of the season clip show did you watch did you watch the seinfeld finale oh no this is a stupid question i forgot how old you are i was going to ask you if you watched it I did watch it live you with did, my gr- you with my grandparents at my grandpa's house with all of But my you weren't a big Seinfeld fan yet, right? Because you were yes, so Yes, I was. You were? Okay. And that's why I've been out here advocating. What year was it? I'll tell you honestly. 98. Yeah, okay. So I was seven years old. Yeah, yeah. But like old enough that I was watching it. And I am on the Seinfeld Quotes podcast on your great podcast network, 32 mm-hmm. Fans Patrons, mm-hmm. um, advocating that Chester and Jared Jerome are missing the boat on educating their kids. On Seinfeld, like you, you need to be start starting now. six, seven years old. Yes. I don't think Adira more in her later. I don't think she, I don't think I could get her into Seinfeld. Cause you blew it. That's not on her. That's on you. You're, I I would actually like pay her money to. No, you see that's see, uh, my daughter just said Ella just said Friends. Friends. Yeah. She, oh, right. she watches Friends. You're saying yeah I'm because nauseous. I have I have Friends kids, not Seinfeld kids. You've got Yankee fans. You got Friends fans. I know. You and really blew I, it. I hope you're not. I hope you're. Uh, like sitting down i got i got a friend's wife like i, I intermarried and everyone here you're about to friends. tell me your kids are republicans let's keep moving on here <laughs> <No. I'm>, all right <laughs> you didn't understand I, whatever you're you don't even live whatever it's not for you you don't even live what in i'm New saying York? she's not she's she's israeli she doesn't she wouldn't get the humor mm, okay the biggest myth at seinfeld is that you have to be jewish and or new yorker to understand it that's you're perpetuating a i guess narrative. that's true but all, but all, you know i know who i know my you're doing anti-semitism here. and i don't like a it. second straight week i'm sorry all right keith let's actually talk about we the haven't episode. even mentioned the the reason for the season once yet the episode the the, the television show new girl itself right yeah. well i'm working on it okay mm-hmm. originally mm-hmm. aired 
February 3rd, 2015. I think this is your most accurate guess prediction ever based on Swoot. Um, we get a, a look back, a, a pretty unnecessary look back on Schnick Industries yes. 15 years prior. Uh, I was impressed. I think we've often, like, especially producer Kelly has pointed out, like, inconsistencies from, you know, things they've talked about from season one to now. But I do think if Schmidt is 29 in episode one, and we assume this was their freshman year, so they're 18, 15 years later would make them 33. And I think that's, like, pretty close. 29, 30, 31, 32. Like, is a year passing each season? I think I so, think right? I think about. Yeah, because we have Thanksgiving every year. So unless two yeah. years pass, it makes sense. But we do learn that Nick invented the camera phone. Matt Stewart says, have you had any ideas that you had before they actually were invented? I usually, my ideas are like, I hear someone else's idea and I think don't do that. Like if I was like <laughs> roommates with Mark Zuckerberg, I would have been like, put my body, like you cannot do this idea. No one will be interested. You are wasting your time. Like you dropped out of Harvard. Are you kidding me? Like go become a accountant or something. I would well, be the one talking people out of ideas. Okay, so you're the naysayer. I'm the na I'm the hater. Yeah, I'm the that naysayer. That is so true, Keith. Because when we were trying to get dinner with the other Moos, and it was like Alex and Av and Amy were throwing out like mm -hmm. all these ideas, and you were just like, no, 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 no. And we're like, well, where would you go? And you're right. like, I don't and care. I I'm easy. Like, you I know, it's <laughs> like, well, what's? Don't say no without providing another idea. Right. We're right. Um, it's like when someone says, oh, they were snubbed from the All-Star game or the NCAA tournament. It's like, we have to tell me who they should have been in there. And, you know, they should have been in there instead of. You can't just say they were snubbed. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think the, my favorite. Well, wh what about you? Do you think you invented something beforehand? I have an incredible invention. Do you know my dad? I never talked about this. My dad has invented some things. Like, my dad oh. had a patent for something. And he had prototypes. And, uh. Then he stopped, but it was a good idea. Um, my dad was a bit of an inventor. I had a great idea that I still think is a great idea, but I'm unwilling to pursue it. And oh, I don't okay. know if I should say it out here. Like, I would love if someone made it, but I don't want to give my ideas away. Do you want to tell me what it is? I'll tell you if it's like too good and you should, you should bleep okay. it. Okay, essentially it's eyeglasses, okay. and you could do it so with sunglasses with too, that have removable stems, like, you know, the like, ear part the part that goes over your ear mm -hmm. and those would snap in and out and so you can a change like the color design whatever like maybe you have like a clear frame or a neutral frame in the front and you want to add a little funky side but the real reason for this idea is that for people who need glasses to watch tv in bed but want to roll over or like read a book you can take one of the stems off and be clean on the pillow and not f up your glasses so you're leaning on, so you're like putting your, smushing your head into the pillow, but the stem. Stemless is gone. On one side, but the other side. Remains now, intact a, to leave your glasses on. This is a problem for me because I will get very sleepy. And if I'm wearing my glasses, I have like a one minute window where I have to make a decision, which is to get to like roll over or really like. To really to get up and lie, I like to put them to to put them like in a specific place for the morning. And if I don't, I'll fall asleep on my glasses. And I've I mean I've probably mentioned this one time. I I broke them so so hard that we never found them. We never found <laughs> this one of the stems. Yeah. Oh, my I have lost my mom more bought me nine hundred dollar glasses for my sister's wedding, and we never found the stem of the glasses I wore like four times because I fell asleep in them. And then. 
It's um, a huge problem. Yes, it's a huge problem. And then recently, I smushed them so bad that uh, I had to like not go to work and 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 go to the store I bought them from. And amazingly, the guy was able to fix them. They were unwearable. He was able to fix them. We were out of the store in under twenty seconds. It was incredible, for free. It was really one of the you know one of the last services you could still get. That's uh, tell me you wouldn't unclip one of the things to watch TV on your side, or read on Shabbat. So uh, because I'm blind without my glasses, I sort of have to make this decision if I'm watching television, which is, am I, I could still listen to a game or even hear, like, depending on the show. But if I take off my glasses, that's it, right? I can't see anything. I'm blind. I, Shards, I really like the idea. I'm offering you yeah. zero, one million dollars and all of the work for zero percent of this company. Well, uh, I think this is an idea that I've had. I, I had this idea since I was like eight years old. I told my dad about it. I drew a little diagram. He mm -hmm. was extremely impressed. And the next time I've discussed it is on this podcast. Well, is it possible it exists? I've only, yes, 100%. Maybe this is the answer <laughs> to Matt Stewart's question. But I've seen them do like changeable fronts, like magnetic fronts to like change yeah. the style of it. I've yet to see like clip out, clip in. Uh, stems. Man, what would you call these parts of the glasses? Are you? Oh, my wife calls them arms. She, oh, of course, she's right. Okay. So what does she think know. of stems? Am and I she is ironically a non-glasses wear, so I don't even know that she's sort of appropriating our culture. I don't know how she knows that. But. Okay, let's see. Glasses with removable arms. Changeable no, magnetic frame. I'm telling you, this is not. Mix and match arms, frames with detachable glasses. Okay, team clicks. Let's see what they're doing here. All right, so maybe this exists. That's fine. All of it shows is that I could have been a very rich woman. You still could be. I bet. I, I oh, this is kind of cool. They it, have hockey exists, stick arms. I think you can. Um, you can. Oh, hockey stick arms. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, all the Rangers fan, you know, because I feel like my people don't have great eyesight. I feel like. Sell Rangers glasses, hockey stick Rangers. They have glasses. them. No, they have them. Denver basketball, Detroit baseball, and then they have hockey ones. Detroit hockey, Florida hockey. Of course, they're not saying like Red Wings ones, but they're red yeah, they and white. Yeah, they definitely don't have the license for Edmonton that. Edmonton hockey pro, and it's orange and blue. I don't know. Golden State. Do you remember Edmonton's team name from when, from when the we The Oilers. The... Don't try to gatekeep hockey to yeah. me. <laughs> well, we already did that podcast. Um, the, uh, yeah, so uh, first of all, I have, like, you know, my, my son now wears my Chicago Bulls yarmulke from my childhood. So, you mentioned like, that, I think, last week. Yeah, so I have, like, you know, I have T-shirts of my favorite teams and um, not shorts, but, you know, every every type of paraphernalia and hats and socks. and But never thought about glasses. I never thought about, ooh, I should get, like, green and white New York Jets glasses. Well, because you you don't want to have them full time, probably. But if you could right, click them in and out. Right, but what if on football Sunday? right. I could Here, put on my green and white glasses. That is honestly brilliant. I know. I would it's do a it great sure. idea. Well, no, but it already exists. Well, now you can buy them here. But it exists, but it, it exists so poorly we didn't even know. I feel like we could crush them. You know what I mean? Well, I've, I, now we've recorded ourselves acknowledging that we know it exists. So is I think that makes it tough. No, because we're not looking for a patent. We're looking to smush them in the marketplace, you know? Well, we'll do we'll they have do a patent? We could be twice, infringing. Ah, that's interesting. We'll do it twice as good for half the price. Yeah, so for but like famously easy to do. We have no infrastructure, no ability, no no manufacturing. I mean, no, 
here's what we have. Also, it's quite cheap. They're only nineteen ninety nine for the stems. I oh, don't know we what the absolutely base... cannot. No, I was thinking a few hundred, easy. So I well, I don't know what the base. Uh, you know, the base. This might be a luxury cost. product, honestly. Now, I don't think most things with the Jets green and white is a luxury product, but also yeah, I don't can... really. The Jets kind of make me sick right now, also, so I don't know. Well, you have until next season to ruminate on That's that. That's true. That's true. How's that for a twist? Yeah. All right, back to the show. So that's a good idea, you know, for do we have any, like, Schnick Industries, what are Ali and Akiva Industries? Double A Industries? Yeah, I was thinking that. Okay. That's probably taken, too. Yeah, oh, almost certainly. Al-Kiva? No, that's a little close to Al-Qaeda. <laughs> I love that for us. Um... Yeah, we all right. Listeners, write in and let us know. Okay. Um, we find out that they have a pitch meeting with Lori Grenier, which I'm a big Shark Tank girly, and producer yeah. Kelly, apparently not. Who is this QVC lady? Had you heard of her? Who's the modern guest star who would be funny in this role besides Mark Cuban? Too easy. I'd personally love to see Tim Gunn's reaction to the suit. I think so Lori she, is timeless. So she knows about Mark Cuban, and him, but like she doesn't know about Lori. Lori's modern. Is I Shark do Tank think that Mark. I I think. All right. Who are the them's from Shark Tank? Well, to borrow cubes, from, sure. to give credit to Who Weekly. Actually, I should call in Who Weekly and ask them this question. Should I call again? Should I, I leave a message? You can. I, I I really think the odds of them answering that question are really slim. Maybe they're desperate. Think, it's a slow news day. It's true, but I think Shark. I think Shark Tank is is a who right now, basically. If you know what I'm saying. All right. Well, who are the who's and them's from Shark? You. I okay. think Mark Cuban, them. Barbara I is, I think, is a them. She's kind of hooey on TikTok. Yeah. Dre, uh, uh, Damon John, he's a, he's a them. Kevin is a who. Robert is a who. Lori's on the bubble. See, this is wild. I would have said that Mr. Wonderful and Mark Cuban are the only thems. Really? Mostly because they've never rotated out. Like, Damon's not always there. Robert's not always there. The women aren't always there. Do you there. know what it is? Kevin, like, in his name, people don't know him. But I guess Mr. Wonderful, he's got good branding. Um, all right. Well, that was a fun exercise. I mean, I, I know Lori. I know her from Shark Tank. So. How about this? If you were casting, uh, you know, Dancing with the Stars or Celebrity Apprentice or something, like a show, and you, could only get, you can't get the cubes, who are you picking? Who do you think is moving the needle the most of these people? I'm sorry I was listening and I didn't hear anything you said. I wasn't even doing anything else. Okay. My brain just akivid. Go Maybe ahead. Maybe it wasn't worth it then. No, say it again. I said of all the Shark Tank sharks except for Cuban, if you had to cast one, you're a reality TV show producer. Let's say it's Dancing with the Stars. You need a new. You need to pick one of them. Who are you picking? Well, Robert Hershevik was on Dancing with the Stars, and he's married to his pro from the show. He beforehand or after? No, they, they were paired together and then they got married. It was, how many marriages were broken up because of that dance? Couple? I think they were both single. Like, they'd both been divorced already. Okay, all right. I'll take it. You wouldn't I'm think that sure. that show has that many. I feel like there's a bunch of pairings on that show. Yeah, well, oh, oh, oh his his relationship ended in 2016, and he married her in 2016, so. Oh, boy. Timeline <laughs> check. <laughs> this is my uh, dancing partner slash girlfriend, but I have a wife. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Although maybe that's when they got the paperwork signed. You know, he's got a lot of money. Maybe uh, maybe it took a while. The divorce took a while. Well, 
they got together in 2015. Now I've got to look at this. Uh, they divorced. They se okay separated in July 2014. He started dating the co-star in September 2015. Divorced early 16. Engaged early like they got engaged when he got divorced basically. Okay. Which fine. I guess. All right. Look, those in glass houses shouldn't. I mean, down. yeah. I do. I like. I do. I live in a. I don't live in a glass house. I you don't. <laughs> Um, you know, the, I, it's funny, like, so many people were into that uh, Good Morning America couple. No, where are they now? Literally, that had the national... I was just thinking about this, actually. That had everyone's attention for 15 seconds. No yeah. one so is talking about that anymore. I, read the, I, like, check in on the New York Post every day, and the New York Post likes to... That's interesting. If they have a story do well, they will cover it 40 days in a row. They'll also, like... There's a golfer. She's not, she's not even really a golfer. Like, she likes the golf. She's a... Golfer the way, like, your friend who goes to the Y to play basketball is a basketball player. I don't remember her name. Oh, Paige Sparanek. She is, like, she has a lot of followers on Instagram. She's a very pretty woman, and she's a golfer. They write an article about her every single day. I'm not exaggerating. Like, there are 300 articles a year on, in the New York Post about this woman, and it's never, it's not like she's dating celebrities, doing interesting things. It's like she had yogurt. Like, she has the world's best publicist, or she literally pays them for access. Anyway, the New York Post covered that story, like, Way more than um, any any news story, you know, the freaking moon landing. Um, and then it was like, what's GMA3? It's like a Good Morning America that's on in like at noon? I think it's in like the Kathy Lee and Hoda spot. I don't even think Jenna so. Bush I think it's later than that. And then it's like, I've never even heard of the show they're on. No one's ever heard of either of these actors. I don't know how interesting this is anymore. Frankly, I'm just still stuck on the fact that you think I have a friend who plays basketball at the Y. It was that it was more like the listeners. I understand, but it really threw me for a loop. Do you have any friends who are big golfers? I really. This is probably middle age speaking. I would really love to get into golf. I'm I, sure your family would love having you around less. What's well, the golf scene no, like in Jerusalem? None. There's none. Yeah, there's there's none. There's you have to go a few hours away. There's like one course. They're probably mean to you. It's. I'd have to. I'd have. Uh, I, it's just not going to happen. I. I missed it. I blew my chance. Well, why don't you get one of those like simulators in your house? It's not a bad idea. I think. I do you think? I, so the only sport I'm like good at is tennis, right? Yeah, you keep saying you're good at tennis. <laughs> uh, nobody challenged me on it. Um, I, <laughs> do you? I think there's like some translatable skills. I think I would be good. I can I can hit the serve a serve the same way every time. Like I have good form and I can repeat an action a million times. I wonder, even though I'm like not really athletic and I'm not coordinated for the most part, I think I would be good at golf. Maybe this is my calling. What if I made the senior PGA tour? I don't tour? think this is bad. I mean What if I made the senior PGA tour? You wanna you wanna know something that is completely irrelevant? Mm-hmm. That only made me think of it because this would be a long-term bet. I mean, it's and not I'm, more relevant than me, who has no access to a single golf course, deciding well, how to play golf. <laughs> I don't. I mean, look. I think being good at tennis is, you know, makes sense that you think you'd at least have a shot at being good at golf. Uh -huh. um, even though I know like the stroke isn't the same, but like mm -mm. I understand. Here, that would be a long-term bet. Like I bet I'd give you like three to one odds, maybe even five to one odds that you can't make the the tour no i don't think i know I mean, that was a joke but like but to ever let's say break 100 or something like that yeah what it made me think of is my brother made what i think is the dumbest bet last night i gave him two to one odds on it 
Okay. And that is, he bet me that uh, he thinks that Pitbull will be the Super Bowl halftime performer in the next three years. Now, does I he said, have to be the I'll featured attraction? Or can I just come? realized, you know, I do need to clarify the terms because mm-hmm. I think if he is like a surprise guest, no good. I think he has to headline. Now, if it's a co-headline like J-Lo Shakira, I think right. it's a wash. That would be my proposal. Yes. No money exchanges. I, here's, here's my problem with that bet. Even if it's just three years, the favorite, because there's so many options ultimately, the favorite would not be plus 200. And I don't think Pitbull, no offense to Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> would be the favorite. So Pitbull, it should, that, he should have gotten 20 to 1 odds on that, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, he's an idiot. I'm the one who gave him odds. He he was gonna go one to one. He was gonna go. I, I mean, said, no, I'll give you. I you we bet fifty dollars for him to win a hundred. Listen, he's like his uh, his his you know team's owner uh, Steve Cohen. He's just throwing away money. And I, he was gonna have more money on it. He was said we should bet a fresh pair of sneakers, which would have been like upwards of a hundred dollars. Wow. I mean, he was gonna lose. He was gonna lose the sneakers. What'd you end up betting? Like twenty bucks? No, I said fifty dollars to win a hundred. But for you, it's fifty to win. I win fifty. Yeah. Damn. So I guess fifty to win a hundred isn't really right. It's it's no. we bet fifty dollars and I gave him two to one odds. Okay, you put up a hundred, he put up fifty. Right. Okay. I would have put up a grand. There's no shot. There's no. And shot. I'll play Let's this say- footage. I will no. play this back in three years. Wait, can we look at Super Bowl? I should know this, but it's not really one of the things I'm like super into. Super Bowl host. Because if, he, if it's in Miami, I'd say he's got a good shot. If it's not in Miami, I'd say he has no shot. I have a really – I, I want to say this. I'll be thrilled to lose $100 because I think Pitbull would be a hell of a halftime performer. Okay. Like, I think they, he should be, but there's no – Also, Taylor Swift is a Glock when she finishes who, her – who's the, who's the halftime show this year? Rihanna. Okay, so Rihanna's 2023, so it's the next three years, right? Right, right. I think that Taylor Swift is a lock when she finishes her, like, remasters. So if she does that any time in the next three years, that takes one of the years out. Yeah, all right, so next year is in Vegas, okay? Okay, not impossible, um, but n- it's no not. Sense. I mean, he, he has a little bit of a vegas vibe, but ultimately he's Miami. 2025 is New Orleans. I don't no love shot. his chances. No shot. I don't love his chances. No now, shot. I don't know who's in the running for the 2026 Super Bowl. They last hosted in 2020. It could be. He'd need Miami there. He would need <laughs> Miami to get that. <laughs> I like that we're really handicapping this. It's a two to, two to one. I mean, we have to get him on. we got to teach him how to bet a little bit. That's insane. Isn't this fun that we should do more long-term bets? I know you and Rob were going to do this. Or we did, did it, it once. Uh, we did do it, actually. We still have. Yeah. We, Mike and Pooja never raced, so we haven't finished that bet. Oh, right, right, right. Um, we had a bet who would have a kid first. Between Mike or Pooja? No, me and Rob. Oh, you yeah, everyone obviously took you, right? I would, ass- I would assume everyone took me. For religious purposes alone. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the two plus 200, that's funny. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you plus a hundred. I'll give him plus a plus a plus a, a hundred to one. I mean, <laughs> he said it was such. A, I would have bet honestly over ten years, and and put up a thousand dollars. 
Like, I, when is he ever going to be the Super Bowl halftime show? He's so far past the time that he would be the Super Bowl No, he's he's timeless, Pitbull. Oh, that he'd I have know. to make a major... He'd have to have, like, three major hits come out. I'll tell you who's going to be the next one. Okay. Bad Bunny. I would say that I would bet plus 200, plus 300 on. In the next three years, I would next certainly three years. say... Agree. Yeah, I think that... I wouldn't take he's that hot. bet. He's hot. The kids like him. They like to have someone who's maybe not a football fan type of person these days so they get bringing in the non-football because they're already i'm already watching maybe i'm not really paying much attention to the halftime show but i'm i'm watching you know they don't need bruce springsteen you know what about uh you think and now pitbull probably has a decent likelihood of showing up as like an old person surprise at a bed but yes no i think if they have like five people like missy elliott and Katy perry a hundred percent that could absolutely be put pitbulls and i also don't think no offense to mr worldwide I don't think he has the ouvoir to do like five songs at the Super Bowl, you know? Should I call my brother right now and clarify the terms of this bed? Yes, on the podcast? Let's, let's talk about this because I, right. I, I, I want to give him some some musser. He's not going to be able to hear you, but oh, God, oh, okay. I just dialed my dad's number. That was weird. Uh, OK, uh, let's see. Let's see. Can you hear the ringing? Yes. I'm getting big timed. Nah. All right. Well, all right. you know, so he's got to work extra lives. hard because he's going to have to owe you 50 bucks. In a couple right. Years. Exactly. Uh, over three years. OK. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at back at the loft, uh, the men are working on ideas. Jess has prepared brain food, which I have to flag is an unbelievable spread. And like, what is the point? Is it that just to show how invested Jess is? Like, why is Jess have platters of food out? Yeah, I'm not sure. Didn't make sense to me. I, like, I was missing some plot of like Ryan's away and she has nothing but time on her hands, or like school is closed and she's bored. Like, wh- why are we seeing like a, a you know an O-neg level spread minus the bacon? Yeah, that's pretty good. Being put out. Yeah, no, I have no idea. It's a good question. Should you try this idea on Renap that one idea every twenty seconds go? For how long? The length of a podcast episode. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. I thought maybe it would be like 10 minutes where we, it was just like rapid fire ideas. Um, hold on one second. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it should be rapid fire. I mean, isn't that what yeah, I can't not, believe it's not, not banter? In perpetuity, rapid fire, like for the whole show. We can't even talk about it then. Like, tw- I'd say like did 20 ideas 20 seconds each or 30 for 30 30 ideas 30 seconds each well okay i think somebody's got to sp- spread them out every 20 seconds and then you talk about them obviously mm-hmm. 20 seconds is not a lot but i mean i guess there would be a lot of stakes if it was like oh we like that one should we put it on the wheel in like two seconds that would be funny okay that's what wheel or no wheel should have been i get we well the third time we do it we could do Look I, look, I don't need to be sticking my nose in someone else's rose here. That's mm-hmm. my bad. Um, but Jess finds out that all they really care about is who's the boss because men. Producer Kelly says, someone please talk her ears off about the male power dynamic. Kiva, I thought you'd, you're the man for the job. All right, what's her question, though? Well, I mean, like, what did you... Well, see, this is interesting. You're not really, I think, this kind of guy. Like, I don't really think you care so much about who's the alpha in your male-male power dynamic. With other men. No, but I also like to make decisions on certain things. 
when it doesn't show on Renat. Oh, I, mean, I listen. I, 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 it depends on. I guess it depends on the partner or whatever. But, um, yeah. No, I don't really care. I don't lose sleep over it. Ooh, my like Birkenstock order is on the way. I'm getting real Israeli. I got some two strap what, sandals. What'd you order? Some Birkenstock sandals. Oh, Birkenstocks. I thought it was food. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I already had my cereal before the podcast. Oh, you didn't tell me what you said you were going to tell me on the. On yeah, the well, I don't want to brag about it. It's not a sponsor, and it's you know. Not, I mean, nothing is a sponsor. First. Of all. <laughs> no, but I heard about it from a podcast. I I succumbed to ordering Magic Spoon like a year ago. I'm still okay. working my way through it because you got to order like five boxes. Oh, but how are the cereals? It's fine. I mean, it's if you want like Fruit Loops, it's not Fruit Loops. But it's, now like, here's fine. my problem. There are, I mean, cereals are in you know it's a bad it's not the golden age of cereals, but. They still make all the great cereals. There is an endless amount. I could, you know, 20 cereals that my mouth is practically watering just thinking about. So I, I don't. Yep. It's not a space that needs more competition. Like, well, this the, is a different space. This is a healthy cereal space. That's what Magic Spoon I'm is. I'm against them, though. It would be okay. like if Coke was on its last breath. Don't, like, start pushing Diet Coke to me, you know? De definitely not a sponsor, then. No. Um. No, I mean, I'm a Crispix girl. That's my all-time favorite cereal. I would have really messed up the cereal tournament. Well, you know that's my favorite tournament. cereal. We, have we ever talked about this? I mean, I literally did a cereal tournament where I've, I've Which said Which I didn't listen to it because I wasn't invited? Many times. I barely knew it, but many times. Barely knew it. <laughs> like, Crispix is my, is my favorite cereal. Yeah, I think Cinnamon it Toast got Crunch routed. As a, it got routed in the cereal tournament. It was like, why would you even bring this thing? It stays crunchy longer. It's yep. delicious. It's got Better a great name. Better in milk. You flip it over on both sides. Better in milk. Not super sweet. I could eat a box of Crispix. And I can't keep Crispix in the house because I would just go four bowls deep. Uh, what, do you, what, what about plain? How do you like them plain? Still no fine. Actually, still very good. But I'm always, anytime I reach for a handful, I'm upset because I'm like, ah, like I'm shorting myself half a bowl. Yes. What do you think about, yeah, you should, so you should have a hand box and a, and a, and a bowl box. Oh, that's what I need to be going through two boxes of Crispix a day. <laughs> but like, no, well, roll me a day home. Is, a day is a, is, a, is a lot. I really like them. <laughs> um, they should be a sponsor, honestly. I did ask some of the cereals. I like emailed Post and Cal. like, hey, can you send us some merch? We're, you know, we're going to do the, the nobody was interested. I don't even think they had merch. So I, I think I was willing to buy merch of some of the shirts of some of the of some of the cereals like they didn't exist. I called up. I think post for like a fruity pebbles or honey something, and they're like they they couldn't even help me. They like kept passing me around like we don't even know what this is. Oh, but they responded. Some totally ghosted me, and some responded. CTC t I think tweeted about it when we, when when we named them the the champion, but that's about it. That's nice. I mean, they didn't even do a full tweet. I think it was like thumbs up in the comments. Oh, so you're saying that a retweet of somebody else's tweet is not a valid tweet? No, they didn't retweet. A retweet is a valid tweet. It was like a <laughs> thumbs up in the comments. Uh, you should be lucky to get a thumbs up. Thing. Do you know how many cereal tournaments, brackets, whatever, and YouTube and podcasts and what, have named Cinnamon Toast Crunch the number one? Only one. There's uh, We invented these things. Please. No, I'm pretty sure Good Mythical Morning put, put the... I beat them by five years, though. I'm Listen, I'm oh, a okay. pioneer of the cereal game and also all food tournaments. I've been a part of these tournaments, and it's bunk. I've disagreed with the result... Both beer tournaments.
People get so swayed. They get tired. The Jews get tired and cranky. The Moos have to get back to their wives. Uh And the whole thing goes bunk at the last minute, the 11th hour. I, I, I am ex- the next one candy bars. I think I'm excited about. I think that candy is- bars. Yes. Jesus, I'm gonna have to start fasting before. When mm-hmm. are we? Do- Nothing made me more sick than. Uh, well, what would I have to do? Should I be incorporating more sweets into my diet so I have a tolerance for it? Like it's nothing a good made me sicker than the soda. Yeah. No, I think this isn't as bad. I think the candy bars will, will will be pretty. You know, you take one bite. And when is this? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Probably the summer. Who knows? Okay. All right. Here's something interesting. So Jess gets involved. They're both the boss. They both have man problems, blah, blah, blah. They come up with a camera that has a dog treat hanging from it. This key blew my mind because IMDB will tell you that four years after this episode aired, in March of 2019, a real product on Shark Tank was the Pooch Selfie, which is a smartphone attachment that looks like a tennis ball designed to get your pet's attention while taking a picture. Incredible. No joke. It is. I looked it up. It's like an attachment. Now, it's an improvement on Nick and Schmidt's design because the ball has your dog look like where the lens on your phone is, mm-hmm. as opposed to I think that's a flaw in the like low-hanging. Yeah treat but that i laughed i'm not gonna lie to the audience i didn't laugh out loud i was tickled by this information yeah now yeah i I, it happens all the time with a baby right you have a baby and everyone's trying to get the baby to smile and everyone's yelling and acting and what if what if there was like something a baby wanted on the camera it's a good idea for babies too yeah well as schmidt says (laughs) You could just hold up a handful of treats on the side of the camera. All right. Well, meanwhile, Nick and Schmidt figure out that um, neither of them actually have quote-unquote man problems. And Nick says that the lives of 100,000 children depended on it. He would not let Schmidt boss him around again. Then they negotiate how many children would be the appropriate amount of children that he could let die or let perish. Um, and they end up going to the meeting anyway together. I laughed out loud, this time it's not a lie, when Nick says to Schmidt, I didn't think you'd show, and Schmidt says, I drove you here. Yeah, no, there's, at the end of this episode, it's funny, the beginning of the episode, most of it is like, okay, all the good jokes are at the end in this episode. Well, you already mentioned the seven S's. This is when we learn about the seven S's. Are there seven S's of podcasting that we could come up with? Okay, speak clearly. All right, well, already out. No, you're not in on it? No, I mean, I, f- I fail to live up to that as. Oh. But uh, okay, stop, we speak clearly. Stop chewing into the mic. This is becoming a personal attack, and I don't appreciate <laughs> it. Well, no, I think you speak clearly. Um. <laughs> what about um, slow down? Slow down is good. Uh, sing more often. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what about... Uh, be succinct, succinct, succinctness. Yes, yeah, succinctness. That's doesn't famous. apply here, but I imagine. Mm-hmm. Other shows, it's good, like public sure. radio or whatever. <laughs> Smile. Yeah, and uh, smash the the glass ceiling. Perfect. There you go, Ali and Akiva. The double A industries rules. Put, for listen, put that on life. a T-shirt. Those seven rules. Look, should we get back on our merch kick? We should. Not with that one, but <laughs> doing anti We make eight people very excited if if we put out merch. What about NGOG knows anti semitism? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's the right time for it. 
There was a time for that shirt, but I think it's past. <laughs> it could come back around again, but. Um, Jess, being here, she is, realizes that they left the prototype there at that loft. She spills coffee on herself in a comedic fashion, having uh, resulting in her needing to put on the swoot uh, and running in at the 11th hour while Nick is botching the pitch and pitches the swoot. And we learn later that they were paid $10,000 just to kill the swoot in favor of the scroot because there's already a product made of a uh, suit made of scrubs and they're going to get working on their next idea. A lot, of, a lot of hugging and learning here. Yeah, this is a hugging and learning episode. Producer Kelly says, would you be able to run a business with your best friend or would you drive each other crazy and need a mediator like Nick and You think Trent? we could run a business? Are you calling me your best friend? That's pathetic. That was a joke for the... You're just comment on the joke for the podcast. Anyway. Do you and Rob need a mediator or are you a churning out? This is a hobby. Renap is a business. Or Chester? No, this this is an empire. Renap is a business. What about 32 fans? That's your business. 32 fans is a lifestyle. <laughs> okay, that's a good t-shirt. Yeah. Renap is a business. Uh -huh. NGOG is an empire, empire, and 32 fans is a lifestyle. We may have to mix those up. I don't know if this is an empire. You know, I feel like... Uh, you already sell. said it. You We've got to sell a it. couple t-shirts uh, before but, we become but, an but. That's not what I right, heard. Fine. Okay. We've got to sell a couple t-shirts. I sold a t-shirt to myself. I'm the holder of... We have two items of NGOG merch. One is a mug that Brian Cohen made, and one is a t-shirt that I made, and I hold both. That's true. You have 100% of the NGOG merch. And even oh, my you brother's have... calling me back. Should I take the call? Yeah, you can take the call. All right. The moment has passed, but I'd Hold still on. like to Rob? Yes. All right, you're on the podcast with me and Akiva, if you don't mind. Okay. So we were talking about the bet that we made yesterday about um, Pitbull. And Akiva thinks you got completely hosed because unless the Super Bowl in three years is in Miami, you've got no shot. Um, well, if it is in Miami and I didn't even check, it's a lock. So you should check the schedule. Just they haven't they haven't given it out yet. And it's not. Well, it's Las Vegas, then New Orleans, and then they haven't decided yet. <laughs> yeah. TBD. I feel. Well, I do feel like Pitbull is at the stage in his career will will be offered a residency soon. So Las Vegas. And he's got be... one year to make that happen. Could be relevant. Well, if he's got a residency, then the people of Vegas want to see him again. I would ask. Like people that have. All right, here's the question, though. <laughs> They're running out of people that they can have for the Super Bowl that has, like, appeal to everybody. He's, uh, he's got the Latin influence. It's going to be a while since J-Lo, Shakira. I, I just see it happening. Well, Akiva's predicting Bad Bunny, so I think that's... But this comes to the question at hand. What yeah, happens... is a feature in... He was in the J-Lo Shakira one. They already had him. Okay, well, that's a perfect segue. What happens if Pitbull is a surprise feature, but not the headliner? Um, I think we should trade it based on how much time he's on, and that's <laughs> how much I get. <laughs> okay, let's think about that. And then what if he? it's a, co if it's a split between, like, a Shakira J-Lo situation if it's pitbull flow rider same thing i get half all right akiva and i will discuss this and we'll get back to you thanks for jumping on uh, thanks for having me <laughs> bye bye i like the thanks for having me that was good no anytime all right what do you think about that 
Uh, it was fun. We should have more uh, Rob Lasher on the on the show. No, what do you think of his idea? All right, we'll come, we'll talk about that in old business next week. I'll make a note of it to discuss breaking down the the bet that way. Mm-hmm. All right, we gotta we've got to get moving here. All right, so let's get to the second the B story here, um, where we find out that CC is struggling to pay for money for college. Co- tuition is increasing. Winston offers up the money. Um, and CC refuses it, but also says, don't tell Jess because Jess goes crazy when she needs money. Kelly wants to know, what are your feelings on the issue of borrowing money from or lending money to friends? I think the rule is you're, it's fine to lend the money, but you have to, in your heart, realize, like, or in your head, realize that it's gone. If you get it back, great. If not, like, it's, you're not, not going to get it back. I know you and I have discussed this, and we haven't lent each other money, so it must have been on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that's the correct approach. Um, Winston says it's a classic Winston and Coach mess around. They get together, and they're going to pitch it as an investment in CC. I do like the connection between, like, the Shark Tank swoop pitching and, like, their pitching this as an investment. I think it had good synergy between the stories. Um, I also, and this is controversial, chuckled a bit when – Winston, when CC meeting Coach and Winston at the bar says this is an impress, a bit of an unprecedented group, the three of us. I thought that's sort of like a wink at the audience that the three of them haven't, you know. Yeah, it is an audience wink. Together. It's it's a little bit like when George and Elaine go out to lunch together, right? Yeah, but producer Kelly says, "Am I the only one off put by the line about CC Coach and Winston being an unprecedented group?" Then making the guys not know her full name feels dismissive in a weird way, but also wouldn't the better bit be how CC doesn't know Coach's full name? They've never said his last name. Yeah. And then also, does Keev know Coach's first name? Quick pause before you answer that. I gotta get the door. This has been a chaotic podcast. I know CC's last name, Parek. I was gonna ask you that, and I knew you would know it. If that helps, I was gonna be yeah, a dick. And I then don't. I knew you would I, get it. No, no, no. I don't know coaches. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You could have gone either way. It's a little bit dismissive of her. She's already like probably not in as much as she should be. So, I it is. It's a wink. To, it's it's true, but it's mean. Basically, is what the writers have done here. I don't know. Is it? It's mean. I mean, here's the crazy thing. Like, she hooked up with Coach, and she's building this mess around friendship with Winston. So, like, if yeah. anything, it's really that Winston and Coach haven't spent much time together. That's true. That's true. Uh, do you know Coach's first name? I think you said you don't. No, I don't. I don't. If you gave me choices, I think I would get it. Okay. Is it um, Bert? Okay. Ernie or mm-hmm. Elmo? <laughs> Ernie. It's Ernie. Yeah, it's Ernie. But those were kind of Bush League choices. Mm-hmm. You should have thrown Big Bird in there as like the joke. You know, I was going to say Who wants Big to be Bird a millionaire sometimes? Wait, wait, they do like three wait, real wait. choices and a joke. Hold on. Did you just think that Elmo was a real option and I needed a third fake option as Big Bird? No, but I think Elmo, Elmo is Elmo was like, the Big Bird. Yeah, but first of all, there <laughs> should be four. And Elmo, I feel like there could be someone named Elmo, but there couldn't be someone named Big Bird. All right. I can tell you fasted today because you're quite uh, ornery. No, I'm I'm ornery. <laughs> well, you just there should be four. No, I'm not ordering. I'm in a good mood. I thought we were having a good time. No, no we were having a good time. Wait, uh, but Elmo could be short for like, uh, you know, Eleanor, uh, Mo- like Moses or something. I don't know. Yeah, Eleanor Moses is Coach's real name. Is Elmo? I don't know. El, what's an what's a? What's Can you have a name? six kid and give him a name like El, El- Ellie Moses, and we call here's him Elmo? How, here's how far Elmo's fa- fallen. Ella, 
my first child, if you asked her her name when she was two, she'd say Elmo. That's how into Elmo she was. Everything That's was cute. Elmo. Elmo cakes, I'm sure. All of her dolls were I'm Elmo, sure. Elmo shirts. I don't think Yosef even knows who Elmo is, basically, you know? Well, that's because Yosef isn't a dork, and no offense to Sesame Street fans, <laughs> but Yosef is like, he's a full kit wanker. He's not a uh, He has started this l- thing. Loser. He has started this thing where he will watch a basketball game, and he will switch to whichever team is winning. So we were rooting for UConn, my team. And then they were losing to Xavier, and he's like, no, I like the, I like the white team. I like Xavier. Well, like the, he's got to grow out of that, but I like his instincts that he wants to support the winner. Well, but then there was, like, a, a team here that he's met and become fr- – like, there's three players on the basketball team here who he, like – they know his name. Like, he is friendly with these guys because we watch – You have talked about your son's friendship with the Israeli basketball players, like, what Well, well here's times. what's insane <laughs> – he started rooting against them tonight because they were losing. Well, he's cutthroat, and I like. That I mean, about I him. said, Yo- I said, Joseph, they know you. Like they would, if they saw you on the street, they would come over and like give you a high five. Well, if they want his friendship, they can start winning. And I'm friends with the coach, and like, he, he was rooting against them, and he said next week he's going to root against them again with All a right, different Keith. team. This podcast is going to self-destruct in 10 minutes, whether we get through this or not. All right, so we let's get to the going. end part or whatever. I don't know. Um, by, by the way, overall, this episode <laughs> is fine. To me, this is a very <laughs> mediocre episode. So. It's a mediocre episode of this podcast, too, so it's appropriate. Mm, no, this is a top-tier podcast mediocre television. It's, an, it's a top-tier alley to keep a mess around, but it's not a top-tier podcast. Okay, fine. Fair enough. All right. CeCe's in class. Coach and Winston show up to check on their investment. I do like the detail of Winston wearing the merch from the college. But uh, producer Kelly says, okay, it's time to take down higher ed like you promised last week. What do you think of CC taking all of these random classes? Does a general liberal arts curriculum make people well-rounded, or is it just a waste of time and money? And should we all do hotel management? And what's the most useless class you took in college? Well, I, I, everyone knows the most useless class I took in college. I've said it on this podcast before. For a million dollars, I couldn't tell you what it is. No, I might, not have, I might have said it on Renat. I don't know. I took intermediate swim, and then the next semester I took learn to, <laughs> I took learn to swim. You had to drop down in swimming? No. It, it was the only thing that fit. I was, like, married, and the classes were, like, at 10 o'clock, and I didn't want to, like, come back at 11 or whatever. So I asked the instructor if I could sign up for learn to swim and then just do, like, he would just make me do laps. And he said, yeah, what do I care? I'm being paid, like, $50 for this class. So <laughs> I took intermediate swim and then learned to swim. And I passed I- intermediate swim. I, I knew how to swim. I mean, these are useful classes. Like, I made a list of my useless classes. No, you learned to swim was not useful because I knew how to swim. Here are some names. Intro to Sculpture, History of Animation, Geological Hazards, Culture and Industries, Reality TV, which is the class that has me sitting in this conversation right now. Uh French Existentialist Literature. Like, I could give you my transcript, and it would be varying degrees of uselessness. Yes, that is crazy. But then it's also like, you know... I, I feel like I think about, th- about those classes more than I do, say... Oh, no question. Statistics, which oh, yeah. I dropped well, out I of. Can't tell you, I can't tell you anything French. about intro to management. I took a class called leadership. This is an embarrassing... We are taking down higher ed. Uh, there was a famous class... controversial last week, my, my anti-professor take. I got a lot of feedback on it. Who knew we had so many professors listening to us? I feel like that is disqualifying from being a professor, but listening oh, to this... My- Garbage. Most professors were like, not all professors, but you're right. Some were, a couple were offended, but I don't think like deeply offended. Um, but I think most of them are, are uh, you know, they, they know what I was saying is true. 
Here was an extremely popular class at Northwestern, plant people interactions. One of the hardest classes to get into because it fulfilled the science requirement and it was called plant people interactions. I mean, the school I went to is so small and like money folk. Like, uh, I know I did it again, but like you did anti-Semitism. Well, I, I showed up the first day of college. OK, and there's two schools. There's Yeshiva College, which is the liberal arts school. And there's Sysim School of Business, which is which is the business school. And um, uh, the the president of the university saw me moving in. He said, hi. And I we, he introduced He's the only time I ever spoke to him. Uh, I, I said, hey. And he's like, what school are you going to be in? And I said, oh, uh, uh, Cy Sims. He said, oh, too bad. You're not going to get an education. The president of the college said that to me. He's like, too bad. You should get an education. Oh, uh, about, about About the school that about 55% of his students were in. Um, and then somebody said, oh, you're going to money camp. That's what they called. Uh, okay, can you stop doing anti-Semitism if you're going to let us have anti-Semitic merch? That's what well, not anti-Semitic merch, but merch that <laughs> deals with anti-Semitism. Anti-anti-Semitic merch. And it, but I switched. I did uh, switch from accounting to English, so I did get an education. But they didn't have fun classes like the ones you're talking about. There was, it's too small of a school. Everything to be clear, was, these classes weren't fun. I mean, the reality no, TV classes They didn't have fun. any fun titles. They, they, it was, everything was like... Especially because in that school, you're only there for six semesters because you do the gap year abroad. It's all very focused on majors and stuff. I'm trying to think if I, I mean, I want to be clear. I got credit for my what major, major for all of these. Social policy. I was, you know, that's whatever. Not it's not. But that's why I had to go to law school. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because hotel management is like, isn't that like the number one major at Cornell or something like that uh -huh. is a, a lucrative field. We should have been hotel managers. What about antisocial policy? Would that be a thing? That's your whole life. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap this up because yeah. this again, four minutes and we're out of mm -hmm. here. Um, oh, no. All right. Basically, they're all at the bar. Cece uh, gets an apology from her benefactors. And uh, we find out that Kai broke up with Nick. Producer Kelly and Matt Stewart both had questions about this. What do you think about Kai dumping Nick because he's too ambitious after a few days of working on business ideas? Really? And shouldn't Nick just talk to his wildly successful girlfriend about ideas or pitches to help? Or pitch help? Yeah, I don't know. It's a great point. Like, yeah. Kai made, like, made a business, turned it into millions of dollars. Ew, I'm doing, like, Donald Trump hand motions when I talk about this. But, um, and then sold her company. And Nick is like, pipe down, Kai. I have to work with uh, Schmidt on this. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, but do you, th I, I, I have always, I'll say this. Now that we know that Kai has dumped Nick, a little Kiwi guy, do you think we're going to see Kai again or is this the end of the road? Uh, I'm spoiled. I saw that Kai was only in five episodes. So, and maybe Is that what you were more. spoiled on last week that you didn't want to tell me? No, it's, it's <laughs> a little bit bigger, bigger, bigger than that. But, but I, no, that was the other thing. Okay. Well, but we the don't good news is I don't remember what I I don't remember what it was. Yeah, liar! You just like, lied. You just no. lied to the whole audience. No, I. Akiva, lie. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I know it was big. I yeah. Anyway. Meanwhile, I, I'll say this: we don't see Kai again, and this has been always one of my greatest frustrations because I actually think Kai and Nick are perfect for each other. And we didn't get enough like meat I, off the bone oh, so here. Like we don't honestly, know anything about the relationship. It's a big, here's what I think. I think the producers realized, okay, she's not the long-term answer for Nick. We're getting rid of her here. She, her arc is over, maybe longer than they'd even thought. Five episodes is a lot for sort of, you know, uh, 
uh, uh, in any of these relationships in this show. I think they did it off screen because they knew that people liked her. Like, she was a very likable character. They broke up for, like, a silly reason, but nothing, like, real deal-breakery. And I think that's why they do it, because it was like, oh, shoot, like, this was, you know, we don't want to upset people and have this. So that's why he, like, comes back off screen and, like, says, oh, we broke up because she, want, you know, wanted me to do nothing. That's interesting. I think more could have been done here, right? If the, sort of the takeaway is, like, Nick and Jess were too different and, you know, they, they couldn't agree on how to, like, assemble a children's toy. And, you know, they really broke up because of, like, how they saw their lives being different. And now we see Nick in a relationship with his mirror. And it stifles him. And it holds him back from, you know, his work with his ambition, even though it expresses it. it he expresses it in a, 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 a non-traditional way. Then, like all right, it's setting him up for his next relationship to be more of maybe an in-between or someone who pushes him outside of his comfort zone more than Kai. But I, I didn't buy that. I liked Kai, and I liked their relationship. I think we didn't see enough of that happen on screen. We're just supposed to, like, feel that from how Schmidt was talking about it. Mm -hmm. That didn't make sense. I really was making no, a great sense. point it there. No, it makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> if you, I think the, I think if you know show... it was in my brain, I was crushing it. No, it makes sense. The show dropped the ball ultimately on yeah, screw this show. No, just kidding. Screw the show. It. I agree. They they insulted the the. I like we. I really like Kai. We should have had more of Kai. They blew it. All right, more Kiwi guide from producer Kelly. W where's this education story going? Like, are are we gonna see a payoff of the investment? Which, by the way, so. the offer Winston and Coach's offer was very uh not a great offer. A a, a loan that has to be paid back in three years with ten percent interest. Yeah, not no, that friendly. Not, no, that's not that friendly. <laughs> she could get a better loan. Yeah. No, for sure. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a great offer. Jess is willing to sell her car for her. On Jess is a great friend, honestly. We oh well, that's. Friend. I mean, that goes without saying. Mm -hmm. I guess the whole podcast goes without saying. So we should. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should just stop it. <laughs> um, who won the episode? We have both producer Kelly and Matt Stewart here. Um, I could tell you their answers, or you could. Who? What do they say? Uh, Kelly says Schmidt. He's one of the two people who got the 10K. He didn't get dumped. Plus, the exchange between Nick and Schmidt about the spruce goose is one of my favorite scenes ever. And he nails the part of taking care of business at the end. And Matt Stewart says, Schmidt for successfully pitching and not getting dumped. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I want to split it between Schmidt and Nick. I don't know if that's allowed. Um, but they split the money. I, I think they thought the swoot would catch on, like it would be true American or something like legendary. And I don't think it did, right? I don't think the swoop caught on beyond this episode. Well, I did guess what it was, so maybe it's somehow, like, it subconsciously got into my mind. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it to Schmidt. I don't feel like we have a winner here. Like, Jess is just, like, exhausting herself to try to, like, scheme her friends into being friends. I mean, Winston and Coach, Coach can't really be the winner because, as he says, he's broke and he's giving money to, to CeCe anyway. That's not really winning. Winston, I guess, if, if like helping your friend is winning, but I think he kind of regrets his investment at the end. Cece ends up taking money from her friends, which she doesn't want to do. And Nick and Schmidt completely botch the entire pitch and just luck into getting 10 grand. I guess it's Schmidt. It could also be Cece, I think, for the same, like they got money in a way they didn't want to get it. Yeah. Not really a big winner here. You know no, who I wins? Know Maybe the professor, I'm the winner because I recognize the professor. Yeah. Who is he? Craig Anton. Do you, did you, I recognized him immediately. Where do I know that name from? I know that name. 
He's the dad on Phil of the Future. I don't even know the name Duh. of the show, Ellie. Great, great Jewish actor, Raviv Ullman, more commonly known as Ricky Ullman. Lizzie McGuire, Phil of the Future. I thought I knew this guy, but maybe I don't. I mean, I'm I had a big crush on Phil from Phil of the Future growing up, and I wasn't even. A I don't Disney even girl. know if that's an animated show or what. No, it's I'm t no, it's an. How would I recognize the guy from the animated show? Oh, I'm stupid. Don't. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, shall we? Yeah. What do we got? Anything else? No. Let's. We'll do the Adira a minute next week. It's oh, more okay. of an Adira a minute and a half. Yeah. That's uh, um, we could do the Garner minute next week too. Okay. Fine. Um, All the minutes. We're saving our minutes for you. Yeah, we're we're rolling over our minutes until next week. Um. Keeve, you'll. I'm finally going to remember to do it the way I w always wanted to do it, so I'm going to give you the name of the episode. You can think about what it's about, and I'll do our plugs. So season four, episode 15 next week, The Crawl, uh, much like we're doing on this podcast, crawling through the episodes. Mm -hmm. um, you can follow Keeve at Keeve26. You can follow me at Lash Tweets. You can check out the Challenger Hop Up. Uh, we do that podcast every week, unlike NGOG, robinsonwebsite.com slash challenge feed. You can listen to Renap. Uh, I downloaded Renap this week accidentally. I'm going to still listen oh, to that's it. that's very nice. Because I've already say. given you the download. That's our, you know, that's our key demo is accident <laughs> downloads. What is, what is it this week on Renap? Um, uh, last week we did, um, well, what, I'm, when is this coming out? Last week we did, um, uh, da, 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 da. All right, check it out. And Renapper's let it keep it gone wild. But a bunch of people did and uh, you know, listened to and watched and did things that were wild. It was very fun. Okay, can't wait to listen to that. And you can check out 32 Fans, RIP to the Jets. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. You could listen to our football podcast that's still out there. You can listen to me talk about Glass Onion on Post Show Recaps. Uh, and otherwise, join us next week to talk about Season 4, Episode 15, The Crawl. Keeve, what's it about? I think they go on a bar crawl. I was thinking maybe there's like a dance craze called The Crawl or something, but I'm going to say... The gang goes on a bar, bar, uh, bar crawl on that. All right. I would give you two to one, uh, two to one on it being a dance craze. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> All right. See you next week, Gabe. See you next week. See you I want to be Ali and Akiva, going to talk a TV show, and maybe Jenny Garner, so don't go any farther now. Akiva and Ali, all the way to the finale. His face is his job She's the captain of NGO